Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. This is Justin Oswald, the executive pastor of TC. Back again with me today is our lead pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And... Uh, Continuing in the climb series, which has been good. Yep. And uh yeah, coming off of a, a decent weekend and and um man, you know, there's a lot going on right now, Justin. A lot going on in the world. In the world, that's true. A lot going on in our state, a lot going on in our city. Just a lot. There's a lot. Just a lot. COVID and COVID's creeping around. COVID's creeping around. And uh it's you know, I was just talking to someone a little bit earlier and we were just talking about how I was talking to them about how I think um, maybe, maybe like I'm more aware of it this time around than I was last time and the effects of it, not COVID. Yes, COVID. But what I'm particularly referring to is the mental health side of how COVID is impacting people, I think. Okay. Um, so like, of course, like COVID as a, sickness certainly uh is hurting people and you know so i mean like that's a a given i think what i'm what i'm seeing this time around and it was probably just as prom or maybe it wasn't just as prominent it was certainly prominent last time around but i think what i'm noticing the effects of it more and it's really like driving me to prayer quite a bit is praying for like the mental health side of what it's like how it's impacting people and I don't know if it's worse than last time because maybe I was just not as aware of what was going on in mental health, you know, how it was affecting people's mental health last time. Or or maybe it took so long. Like, I feel like maybe last time there was such a delay till it hit the mental health side of things. So it was like it was a physical problem. And then, like, towards the end, the mental health side of things started kicking in. I feel like this time, like, it's kind of just the mental health thing has just come so fast. Maybe because it's a resurgence and not a new thing or whatever, but... I can see that. I can also see what what makes the the mental health thing harder is just the in the crazy polarized world we live in. Sure. Where everything's polarized, you know, which yeah. which weighs on you know, the the mental health side of things, you know. I mean, in April, May, June of last year in the middle of COVID, all everyone wanted was for it to go away or for them to find a fix. Right. And you know, we're we're I'll say we're there with a fix, um, but we're we're far closer to that than we were, you know. Yeah, we're but, definitely getting, but but getting now it's you know it's like no one trusts anyone. It's like the the everyone's lying. The government's lying. Like I'm, you know, you have the two the two camps. It was mask at first, now it's vaccine. It's just yeah. the whole thing is just divisive. In a world where we also dealt with like we had an election at the end of last, like everything is just divisive. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like we're dealing with COVID and what's the best way for us as a as a community or society to deal with COVID. It's like then there's the divisiveness within that that yeah. you know, like you're for vaccines and I'm not, so we're against each other. And it's just like, gee, and I didn't mean Hypothetic. literally. We're not, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, it's just it, yeah. that's what makes it bad. No, I mean, yeah, that's it what makes, makes it hard. Work. Is is that's what I think weighs on people more, or you know, and then and then this variant though that's hitting our at least our community. I don't know where everybody else is from, but and and you know we're in Florida where 
in Pensacola. They just let you know you were just doing whatever we want out there, you know. And you know the the in the in the South it's bad, but you know I heard just I heard the other day uh, a couple days ago Mobile, Alabama, um, they were not sending ambulances out. They were out of everything. You if you need an ambulance, don't call. Yeah. It's like, know. what? <laughs> like, that's crazy. It's like, I need people to do something with COVID and keep themselves safe because, like, if my, you know, my dad has a heart attack, I need him to get to the hospital. Right, 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 <laughs> you know, right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Or, or for you, for your family as well. But yeah. um, it's just really difficult right now in that world. And then, you know, people like us that have, uh, I'll say a platform, but, you know, that, you know, as a church and all that, it's like, I mean, you almost can't say anything without someone yeah. You know, it's like so hard. You can't even hint. Yeah. Um, I'll, you, you can really. No. I'm I'm a more of a hinter than I think. <laughs> yeah, I think you. I, yeah, I think I I can get away with far less than but, than most people. Um, but yeah, and it's it, which it's is hard. dumb. It it is. We've yeah. we've you and I have talked about the fishbowl life before and how we we don't care for it. If there's anything about what we do that we like the least. It's this idea of a fishbowl. Every decision we make, related or non-related to church life, even in our personal life, is it impacts people, and people take it personal. And it's yeah. like, I, like what? I think if I had a request of of us, uh, not us, like, but us as a community, yeah, everybody, including us, is to let's gain a sense, uh, let's regain a sense of logic in our thinking. And be consistent in our logic. That's that's outrageous, Joseph. You know, that's just where I'm at. It's like I, it's like I told you yesterday. I was joking. It's like, man, there's <clears throat> high fructose corn syrup is also bad for my body, but I still ingest it every day. You know, it's like at the end of the day, there, there's like I don't want to get down that road. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I, we just have to be. Let's be right. consistent. You know, if you if your whole life you've no. not ate yeah. properly and are obese, please don't lecture me on. What should go in sure. your, you know, I it's think, like, come, it's just, I to think me, it's illogical. Yeah. What you're referencing is the overall hypocrisy. That's right. Of just about and every I, stance. And I'm guilty of that too. So that's not, oh, a, that's yeah, not fair enough. enough. Yeah. I think as humans, we tend to be yeah hypocritical at times. Uh, gen- general hypocrisy <clears throat> is exhausting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it's eked its way into, into everything and that's Here, no fun. Here's something interesting. I was talking to somebody this weekend. I Ooh. did not realize this in the COVID conversation. Yeah. It's somebody, I'm not going to mention his name. He's somebody that's like on TV. Most of our people probably wouldn't even know who he is, but some of you will. I'm not going to mention his name. He's somebody I watch. I, I disagree with him on half the things he says and agree with the, uh, on, I know on, who you're talking about. Okay. Um, he tends to lean. He gets into a lot of political news and stuff, and he tends to lean pretty left. Okay. Um, so I disagree with him on some things in that regard. Um, what he was talking about in America, and I, I have not done all the research myself to go verify what he was saying. But he was talking about what we need to do and what's not being talked about in the news regarding COVID at all is the overall health of Americans, which is what he's talked about for years because Mm -hmm. Americans don't like to talk about it. Uh, And apparently the percentage of people that are ending up in the hospital and having severe issues from COVID, like 70 something percent or more of those people are, have diabetes or are obese. Mm. So his thing is like, we need to be fighting as a nation, things like obesity and eating better and all these things, you know, the, the people that it's really affecting have 
serious issues already. Yeah. And that's why they're when they're ending up with COVID that attacks the lungs and all these things, it's really affecting them. Um, so his whole thing is like, man, if we were you know, but there's a whole lot, you know, you're gonna you're gonna make McDonald's and all these big billion dollar companies like Americans, we like to eat our crap, you know. Yeah, it's, nah, a, yeah, yeah. it's just that's what he was like, no one doctors aren't talking about the the reason everybody's having trouble is because everybody's overweight and or has diabetes or, or whatever. It's like sure we gotta fix that. It's almost like root root, you know, and as yeah. Christians we we tend to often in conversations talk about root causes from mm-hmm. a spiritual sense, you yeah. know, and maybe that should bleed into a physical you know, my best, the best way for me to mitigate getting COVID or if I do, it affecting me negatively is to live a healthy lifestyle before I get COVID. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean, I, to- I, I totally agree. I mean, me and Ashley had that conversation, you know, like, cause I'm a, I'm a bigger guy and our whole, our focus for a while has been like, man, even if we, even if we were to get the vaccine, whether or not I have or haven't is irrelevant. <laughs> uh, if we were to do a number of things, it's like, man, at the end of the day, our own personal health is still, still has to be a priority right. because we got to do our part. Right. So it's like, there's a faith part. Then there's a personal responsibility part. Then there's a societal responsibility yeah. part. And it's like, a lot of times we neglect a third of that yeah. or two thirds of that actually, but you know, whatever. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think the, the hard part is, and I think it's what makes it so confused. Like for example, if every person that was in the hospital or was dying from COVID was, you know, diabetic or, you know, morbidly obese or whatever, like it would be an easy formula. But then all of a sudden, like, you know, I was reading something about a guy, you know, he's he, perfectly healthy. He, yeah. Yeah, he ran like six, 10 Ks a week or something and he died of COVID. And it was like, yeah. that's the hard part. It's insane. That's why the, the, yeah, I think that's why you can go off the percentages, but there's obviously the sure. breakthrough. And, oh yeah. And, and, no and, doubt. And that's what makes COVID hard. But I think in, in general though, no, yeah, hands down. You know, I mean, like, that's, yeah, we t- t- taking that more serious. That's been a big conversation for us, me and yeah, Ashley. I mean, me and you were just talking this morning. I was talking about trying to figure out and get my, like, sleep apnea under control. As I'm getting older, you know, sleep apnea puts a huge strain on your heart and all these things. And, yeah. you know, it's just like, man, you don't want to get into, I don't want to get up into my 40s and then 50s and then try to deal with it then when you can, like, get and get on it now. So yeah. that's just kind of, and that's mm-hmm. that's what I mean by the whole thing. But we just have to be. You know, I, I just, I guess I get frustrated on social media and stuff, watching people make statements, but haven't walked out the logic, you know, sure. people, people that quote unquote, aren't trusting the science for whatever reason, then get sick and want to trust the science and the doctors and the nurses who are the, you know, it's like, man, if you're, if you're not going to trust anybody, I don't trust anybody, you know? And it's like, that's where I just don't, I just don't understand the logic, but I, yeah. I don't want to make this a thing where people like, it's not, we're not trying to blast anybody or anything like that. It's just, you know how I am with. I am with. I I like. Let's think, let's walk that thought out. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. Like, let's let's argue yeah. the argument. <laughs> like let's walk that <laughs> welcome, thought. Welcome out. to the mind of Justin. Yeah. Hall, let's walk that thought out. Yeah. Like if you don't if you don't if, if you, you don't, have a position on something you better have it pretty good because Justin's going to argue against it whatever it is. That's so true. <laughs> true. talk about flatter. <laughs> you want to flatter, John? You want to talk about flatter? <laughs> yeah. So if you have a position on something, Justin's usually going to argue against no. it just to see how much you uh, really stand beside it. Which you know. Hey, let's let's see what you got. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what you got. <laughs> but no, it's, it is crazy right now, though, because there is that. I mean, my uncle texted me this morning. He's in California, and he's like, man, Florida's rough right now, ain't it? You know, he looks at all the numbers and stuff, and, you know, and at the end of the day, it is it, 
at the end of the day, people are getting sick by it. I mean, it's crazy. I, yeah. I don't want it again. I had it. Me and you both had it in January. We had COVID, and um, yeah, you gave it to me. I think John's John's been lucky, or if John, if you had it, you had no symptoms. But uh, I don't know how John's evaded this thing. Yeah. Um, but I think I yeah. may have had it twice. You think? Yeah, I think I, I think I had it. You remember when we were working on the building, and I went through. There was like a week where I just felt like absolute trash. This I had is bad be- fever. This was before January. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is in like July. And I had like, this is when we were building the stage. And I was there, I went through like a week where I was like, I had a fever. This was during COVID though, because we were. It was yet, yeah, to, yeah, it was still but, at the beginning yeah. of it. But yeah, it was like, I had a fever. You body didn't ever ex- get tested then? No. I wonder why. Um, I don't remember that. I would have little like pops. I didn't have like a fever all day. I would have like a little boy where it would spike and it was crazy. And then um, it kind of went away. And I wonder. Looking back if on it you, now, yeah. if I had it, because it was like, oh man, like, I didn't have a lot of the other stuff, but I did have some uh, fever, body aches, whatever. But I was working like a mule through that time, and I wonder if like all that work was just like pushing it through my system fast or something. I don't know how all that works. I'm not a scientist, so uh, or a doctor, or a doctor. It's, a I mean, it's possible that was all going around then. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, my wife had it in August, so yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> August something, something like that. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. So. So, uh, yeah, all that to Anyways, say. Anyways, not um, to take up the whole podcast with yeah. COVID. It's just been a lot going on around here. Just and uh, stay safe. We say all that to say, you know, all of our dream team. Please stay safe. Our dream team on Sundays the last few weeks, we've kind of went back into some proto, pro, let me, let me protocols. COVID protocols. Yeah. Words are hard today. Um, <laughs> protocols. And, uh, you know, with with, with masking, our, our, from a volunteer perspective, you know, um, sure. I, it's very you know, we can't necessarily mandate everybody who walks in our building wear a mask yeah. and all those things, or, or nor do we necessarily want to do that. Um, but all of our volunteers are masked and all those things, and trying to we're trying to social, you know, trying yeah. to social distance and like low touch and all those things. But um, yeah, stay yeah. safe out there. Stay safe out there, you know, and, and uh, we're you know praying a lot and praying for both everyone physically, but also you know, like we said, the mental health side of things and all that stuff. So yeah, definitely stay safe. So um, keep your mind right. Keep your mind right. Your mentals. <laughs> your mentals help. Your mentals. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, we uh, no. we were we were talking about our emotions on Sunday, yeah. Justin. Mm-hmm. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> what are those? I've heard about them. Oh, that's good. That's the John. John is in the room. He said that's the most Justin thing he's ever heard. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And we kicked off Philippians four. We've talked about it over and over again. You know, don't be anxious about anything. Yeah. Um, talked about whatever's true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and ad- admirable. If anything's excellent, and praiseworthy. Think about those things, right? And, and so we were talking about how that's hard to do when we're emotional. Now, Justin doesn't get emotional often, so he probably shouldn't even be on this episode of the podcast. I don't. And I listen. I'm not um, mad about it unless it's anger, uh, road rage. Well, that's different. <laughs> That's an emotion, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You experience emotion on the road. I'm probably more emotional than I than than I would I come across. Sure. I think I I manage it well. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. I think okay. I think you will see the uh, I don't know what emotion would you see the most of me when I do get aggravated or something. I, it's usually hard to hide that. I think yeah, I I think you and I in particular see more of each other's emotions than probably the rest of the world. Yeah. Though. Like you see more of my you know, we talked on Sunday, like we talked about, I kind of have an anger issue <laughs> or I have in the past. It doesn't yeah. really control me, you know, like it, I've, but I think you see glimmers of my frustration that could easily 
go to that anger problem yeah. probably more than anyone other than my wife. I think Ashley probably sees it some too. But and I don't and maybe not anger, but I definitely we see frustrations. Yeah. You know, you know, when I anger to me, when I hear the word anger, I think like angry. Yeah. You know, I mean like ready I think, to fight. Like, like angry. just something like really yeah. 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 I, you know, and I just can't imagine, to me I'm like, there's nothing that would happen in what we do as a in a church that would make me angry. A lot of stuff make me mad. Yeah, but you're or a three. aggravated. But like, I'm an, ang- I'm an eight. But like, <laughs> but like angry, like you know, I don't. I just angry would be like, you know, yeah. you slap my kid. You know, I don't have a kid. One, but like that would make me angry. You slap my yeah. kid around. No, yeah, you know, fair enough. Where yeah. it's like, okay, so so and so did something stupid, or you know, whatever. Sure. Like what happens? You know, when we're in yeah. the people world, you know, we all do. You know, John did something stupid. It's like that'll make me mad, but then that'll make me angry. Yeah. Well, and I have like so for me, there's like variances, and maybe because I'm an eight. I, I navigate these emotions more. Yeah. But like there's frustration, then there's anger, then there's rage. Yeah. And so like rage is like Beyond. seeing red. Like yeah, I, could I wake up five minutes later and I'm like, what did I just do? Like that's like I'll rage. And I haven't experienced that in a long that's time. Cool. <laughs> that's cool. That's <laughs> cool. I don't know if that's the word yeah. I would use, but uh, that sounds kind of cool. <laughs> so yeah, blame it on the rage. I, I mean, that wasn't yeah. Me. yeah, blame no, it on the rage. That could be a band name. Blame it on the rage. Yeah. <laughs> blame it on the rage. God, that's something John will listen to. Yeah. Blame it on the rage. <laughs> I like that. It's a band name. Yeah. Let's file that away in case I start one. Get some t-shirts made. Drop D all day. Oh yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, John. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, I like rage is the far side of that. Anger is kind of like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I think anger is almost like a. It could be a default rested state for me. Like, I know it sounds weird, and then like people are like, no, but it's like it's not. I don't know how to explain it. My emotions don't control me. No, so I don't. I don't give them the power to control me. I would say anger is a reservoir that is easily tapped into at any given time for me because it's readily available and it's just part of my personality type. It's part of being an eight. It's part of all those things. Um, other people don't necessarily get that luxury. <laughs> they don't have that opportunity. Um, but I do deal with that a little more than others. And I think there's probably a number of other people that, that anger is kind of that. Soon. Whereas for other people, it could be, you know, like we're, we're using the Enneagram right now. So like for yeah. fours, you know, they wouldn't necessarily, anger isn't necessarily what they would tap into more often, but, you know, sadness or apathy and stuff like that is, you know, available to them or whatever. But anyways, so <laughs> they can feel more strongly in other arenas, whereas eights, eights, nines, and ones, I think. So, yeah. But nonetheless, yeah. So, um, having that, like, my emotions, I w- they definitely don't control me. But I think you see glimmers of that more than anyone else does. Yeah. Probably you, you and Ashley for sure. Just by the nature of what uh, yeah, work, you're my you're my one of my confidants. Yeah, so. that can be fun too. <laughs> Diabolical. It can, it can be. It's not. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, uh, I know. What yeah. do you do? Lock it away? I mean, at some point, no, you know, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, that's what's. I think that's what's good is because you and me laugh so much that like I'll walk in and it doesn't take long for me to move from like. So we're both laughing because that's all you can do, right? In some situations, you can, all you can do is laugh. You, you know? can't change it. You can't literally can't change it. The, you know what's funny is I think I think in the church world, I think if you were um, 
a successful like business person and some churches have had successful business people like right. move into ministry and, and like you, you're the way you can like as a problem solver and leading people and yeah. you know, managing things and finance and all those things can make, you know, a, a church can benefit from that. But man, it's so different. Yeah. It's, it's so different in the sense of like, you can't just go in and clean house or like <laughs> get rid of someone. Like yeah, you, you can't, can't, you can't walk in and drop I mean, you, you can fire a volunteer quote unquote, like especially someone's like really doing something they shouldn't be. But yeah, at the end of, of the day, someone messing up quote unquote, um, it's just you, you. It's handled so different than like if you like managed a department or a business. And sure. It's like, hey, I've told you four times, like that you got to go. Yeah, right, just, right. It just doesn't work that way. Not um, at all. Which makes <laughs> it very difficult. Yeah, because you got to sure. navigate like everybody's different personalities and stuff. It has oh, to be boy, way howdy. more like pay attention to, and that's just hard, you know. And mm-hmm. in a good way. I mean, I'm, we're not complaining right now. Yeah. It's it's definitely chal- a challenge. Um, it it's a challenge person- for someone like me specifically who yeah. thinks with a business mind all the time, where it's like you it are the weakest link. Yeah. Goodbye, you know. But you just can't do that because well, they're really not the weakest link. You know, right, what does right, that even right, mean? Right, you know, right, you get right. into like yeah. they're they're called and have value and dignity and you know, God. It's like the there's whole a whole night. other there's a whole other part to this that has to be taken into account when you're sure. evaluating something. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's interesting. That's that is a, a hard part, you know, in the volunteers. It's not like the corporate space where you can walk in, walk into a room, drop eight bombs on people because they're not been doing well and then you know and give them a pink slip and walk out you know it's like and that wouldn't necessarily make you a good boss there either that's not what we're doing i'm not what we're saying but it's just it's there's so much more you have to take into consideration yeah in this space no doubt no doubt and that's probably a good thing and then there's the fishbowl thing where it's like yeah if you make one wrong decision who knows how that's going to impact you or everyone everyone or the church or blah 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 you know, right, the whole right, right. so yeah it can it can really get away from you quickly that's why we have to harness the momentum of our emotions harness the momentum of our emotions yeah i use an analogy on sunday you guys can go back watch the sermon as always or listen to it but um you know we use an analogy of being on the wrong train you can hear the whole story but i was on a wrong train and i had to watch myself go from concourse to concourse the wrong train until I got all the way back to where I started so I could get on the right train. It was so frustrating because I was watching myself go from stop to stop to stop on the wrong train. And it was very annoying. Yeah. And in that, you know, what we talked about on Sunday was like this idea that like, man, for many of us, our emotions is like being on a train and we're watching ourselves go from stop to stop to stop in the wrong direction until eventually the momentum of our emotions owns us and then it destroys us or it causes us to make terrible decisions. And, and so that's really what we kind of hone in on this idea that emotions are the trains that our thoughts ride on. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's why Ephesians four twenty six twenty seven, 27, right. says, be angry and do not sin. So be angry. So Justin, we've got a green light. Anger is allowed to be part of our life. It just can't control us to the point that it determines our actions. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or our intentions towards people. Um, and so I think that's like the big thing that we can grab a hold of as, as people, right. It's like, as we're navigating all that. And so we talked about <clears throat> just three areas that our emotions hit us. And that's with, you know, I'm just going to like kind of rattle them off, rattle them off ourselves, others, and then our emotions towards the climb actually, which kind of, I, I kind of saw this in two ways when we talk about the climb, so I think there's emotions towards our journey, but because of our journey, I think sometimes we actually see those as our emotions towards God himself, 
because okay. he has us on a journey. So okay. like we, we get emotional towards God because we don't like the journey that we're on or the climb we're having to go through. So we get frustrated with God because of, you know what I mean? Like right. it's kind of those two things in tandem. So, um, yeah. And so, but I think the big thing that we talked about, and I think the one that most people probably deal with more than anything else is others in the climb. So dealing with our emotions with, it comes to other people. And when it comes to the journey that we're on, cause that's where, I mean, that's where it really starts to own us more than the other. I think our words and our thoughts really own us ourselves in the other spaces. But when it comes to our emotions, those are usually, usually pivoted around other people versus, or the, or other situations versus just some internal voice that we're dealing with. But I think the internal voice can certainly magnify or make it worse. <laughs> so, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking about that. I'm trying to apply that to myself. Yeah. And I don't know that I would agree for me though. Yeah. What I, do you think? I, I think, I think, I think we talked last week though. Did we not about processing emotions and stuff? I think mm-hmm. a little last week or the week before. Um, I think I don't, I don't process my emotions enough, mm-hmm. you know, but with like others, I don't necessarily think of the journey too much because I feel like uh, maybe that's a three. Like, I don't think of it that way, but it's like, yeah. I think it would be, it's harder for me, for myself, than the, than the climber others. Right. For me. I got you. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I think, um, because you said from like, for most people. So like, I think, which I don't know which one's harder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all pretty tough. I mean, train yeah. training, you know how others you know some people are so impacted in their lives by other people where some people just like don't let it bother them it's like yeah. you know what you don't like me or you got something to say about me like whatever yeah you know and it's like there's something to admire about that um but right. we talked last week you know the sticks and stones you know mm-hmm. but like words do words can hurt yeah um, absolutely and then that really affects some people though where it's like man they just yeah. they can't get out the one thing they heard when they were you know six years old from their mom you know and as an adult it's like man that's pretty powerful yeah no no doubt and that's what we talked about on you know we were talking about getting offended by others we were talking about like man part one of the biggest ways that our emotions control us is just when we get offended yeah i mean like man dealing with people and their offense i mean it's it's pretty crazy to me how people can let themselves get offended and literally let it derail or detour their entire life like that blows my mind i mean we we, you know we deal with it on a regular basis and we're dealing with a few people now and it's like man you are really letting your emotions control like like how do you expect to be successful at anything in life if this is how you let your emotions control you my I know what your answer My is. Answer they they won't, won't be. <laughs> they won't be successful at anything. And that's else. why they got to figure it out. Yeah. And get help, get whatever help you need to figure it out, but you won't be. Right. Because in life, stuff happens. Right. Right? In your marriage, in your job, if you run a business, if you work, like, stuff's no. going to come up yeah. that you don't agree with, that you don't like, that's uh, possibly offensive. And if you can't figure out how to manage that, you're just not, you're going to be miserable your whole life. And I hate that for you, but like, you've got to be the one to say, I can't, I'm not going to do it like this. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I mean, that's what, one of the things we said on Sunday, right? Like, um, we said offense changes the way you see everything, but then we said, um, where was it, man? You know, um, how you essentially what we said is how you respond to the situation, how you respond to people or how you respond to your situations is 100% up to you. Yeah. Like it is, you know, it's like, well, you don't know what they did. It's like, fair enough. Still up to you though. 
Like yeah. you're still in control of this, you know, you and, can't control what they did, but you can't control how, how you respond. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's the react versus respond method. You know what I mean? It's like, are you going to be reactionary or responsive? Right. You know, reactionary is you, you let your emotions win and, and whatever comes out of you comes out of you. And that's you, your excuses. Well, I can't control it. The reality is you, you can control it. You yeah. just don't want to, you want the reason to be mad. You want to be able to lash out. You, you know, it's like, you know, what I think blows me away is what a lot of people hold on to isn't even the worst hurt they've been through. Like, interesting. They're hold like what a lot of people hold on to is like a gr- like hypothetically you do something to me and I hold this grudge against you and I can hold on to it for years because of this thing you did to me. But what I'm really upset about is that it triggered something to me that happened 10 years ago from someone else that I cared about or, or a father figure or, you know, someone that didn't love me or whatever. Whatever. And I'm holding a grudge against you because of, because yeah. it triggered me according to whatever happened to me a long time ago. And it's like, wow, man, like you really should move past that. <laughs> yeah. are, no, I say move past. That sounds simplistic. You should really get help with that. Some people need a therapist or a counselor or whatever. Some people need, you're gonna, it's going to take more than just your inner strength and in reading your Bible. Maybe, maybe you need someone to help move through that. Maybe you need a TC group and like some people can help you through there. Maybe you need an actual person that's licensed. I don't know. What I know is just sitting back and saying, well, this is how I am. This is how I'm going to be that, you know, it's not that's dumb that's unacceptable Uh, but it's also possible what we talked about earlier even in the covid conversation of there's probably uh, it's possible sure depending on the person that especially if like you struggle with events and stuff a lot that there's one thing it's a root thing cause yeah yeah. and you you anytime you're offended it triggers that one thing sure you know you get and you go fix that one thing it may fix other things yeah like what's the what's the root here yeah Um, well yeah i mean i'm having conversations with people from 15 to 50 and even older you know and their whole thing is like man yeah no i know i shouldn't have done blank but i can't help it and i'm like what are you talking about like what are you talking about yeah you know, the, to the 15 year old, a little bit of grace, you're 15 to the 60 year old, 50 year old, 40, 30, like down in the 20, like, what are you talking about? Like, they don't know you have control of this. You, you have like, you know what I'm saying? And so it just takes work. It does. You got to want to change. Yeah. Like, and that's what I think some people lose track of, you know? And it's like, when we're talking about our momentum towards others, it's like, you got to want to let go of the reason you're mad. You got to want to be whole more than you want to have a reason to be angry. Like you got to want your healing more than you want your justified reason for your responses. Like, and a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't know how to be whole because they're afraid of what it would mean to lose their excuse for being who they are. Mm. So it's like, man, if I, if I let go of my excuse to not be successful, like now I can't blame it on anybody else. Like if I if I actually shoulder this responsibility, now it's on me. And but as long as I keep this grudge, as long as I keep holding other people accountable, as long as I keep like as long as I keep this, then I have a reason to not be successful. And, I have a reason to not and be it happy. spills over though. It's like if I keep this grudge, I don't have to forgive them. Right. You know. Yeah. 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 Like no, it brings up all this kind of stuff where it's like, yeah, wow, man. Because some people don't want to walk through that. Because maybe what someone did to you. Was like for real, legit. Yeah, yeah no, we're not like, denying. I don't want to. If I if I get rid of the grudge, and I then we have to 
the next conversation is you're going to tell me I have to forgive them. Right. And then who wants to do that? Then that brings in, well, if I forgive them, does that mean what they did was okay? No, one, it doesn't. No, it's not no, what yeah, I'm saying. But, but that's like, you know, the enemy is just always at work in our minds and, mm-hmm. and, and all these things. So that's why, you know, that's why you got to put in the work. With like put in the work with uh, groups, you know, finding groups. some some people you can be around and and being um, held accountable, held accountable. I you think know, possibly a therapist because most people that deal with this type of stuff are the ones that also don't trust people. It's like well, I just don't trust people enough to let them in. It's like okay, cool. So you're not happy with who you are. You're not happy with the way life is going. It's going to require someone else to be brought into the process, but you don't trust anyone to be brought into the process. So you're going to have to choose to get over yourself and let other people become part of your process. Like, so I I think I said it like two weeks ago, like, dude, Jesus had 12. The Trinity has three. Who are you to think you can tackle this alone? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's impossible. It doesn't work that way. It does not work. You know what I mean? So, like, we all need people. It's like, how's that going for you? Yeah, right, 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 right. How's that that working out? Yeah, right, exactly. And so I think that's an an important part of the process from harnessing our emotions. Emotions towards others, emotions towards the climb. Um, You know, and, and really starting to grab a hold of the reality that, you know, like we said on Sunday, for some people, we've allowed the circumstances of life or other people and how they treated us or even what's going on in our own head to create a haze. And we can't see clearly anymore. Like, and I believe God genuinely wants people to be able to see clearly again yeah. and, and get rid of that haze, whatever you got to do, let, let someone into your process, bring someone into the area of your life that your emotions control you, whatever it takes, like do whatever it takes so that um, you're not just fine solo on this thing because you got to harness the momentum of your emotions because your emotions will take you somewhere. Um, and oftentimes, if you're not in control of it, it's going to take you where you don't want to end up. And so those are important realities. Good stuff. So, But go listen to the whole thing. If you guys want to check it out, we'd love to have you. Uh, Was that the last one? Nope, we got one more. One more. We got one more. Talking about our actions. Ooh. Fighting the good fight. John, you'll need to pay attention to that. <laughs> Sunday, we're talking about fighting the good fight. So uh, it's going to be the last part of the series. So we did thoughts, words, feelings, and now our actions. So it's going to be good. We're wrapping it up on Sunday. We hope to see you guys there. Justin, where can they find more about the church? You can find us online, transformationchurch.com, or Instagram and Facebook, at Transformation Pensacola. And let me take just a moment to plug our Creative Academy and uh, the Leadership Pipeline. So oh, yeah. uh, if you have not registered for those, but you've been interested, or if you don't know anything about it, you want to learn photography or videography or graphic design, our Creative Academy is dope. Go to tcimpactgroups.com. You can sign up for the Creative Academy. I think registration closes soon, right, John? When is that, Friday? Registration closes in a couple of days. Get in there. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be awesome. And Get so, in there. Yeah, we want to, we'd love to see, check that out. Leadership Pipeline. You can go to transformationchurch.com slash leadership pipeline. Pipeline. Leadership Pipeline. One of the two. Go check it out. Just go to transformationchurch.com. It's on the homepage. There you go. It's right on the homepage. You can click on it. All right, guys. We appreciate y'all. We love you. Check us next week yep. for another week. Another sermon. Another follow up podcast. Later. Later. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at bradlivingston underscore and at Oswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. 
And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.